Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Good Wednesday. Yeah, Hunter Biden It just got to go to jail. He's got to do some time in jail. Uh, 855-839-1210 is how you get in. Side question today, somebody you want to see disappear, go away. Uh, not uh, like that way, you know. Well, just go away. Just go, just out go of the away. public eye. Yeah, yeah, out of yeah. the public well, That's what I said at the beginning, and yeah. you went one step farther, and you said further, you said... Just go away. Go away. Go well, away. now you're putting the just in there after saying, I'm the just, bad just guy saying disappear. I didn't mean it any bad way. Okay. <laughs> oh, Mr. Giordano talking about someone disappearing. It's, yeah, right. It's across different now. Okay. Now, <laughs> uh, i just been gathering stuff. Didn't lead with it today, but uh, New York Post, again, great stuff. They were on to the Presidente of Harvard and plagiarism way back in October. And when they confronted them with it and the information they had at Harvard, Harvard threatened to bludgeon them in a sense legally. They brought in the whole world to beat them down. That uh, just came out yesterday. And now you're seeing the pushback. Nicole Hannah-Jones, the all-time great, the 1619 Project woman, saying this is just sheer unadulterated racism. The uh, head of the NAACP, Derek Johnson, enough is enough. President Claudine Gay is a distinguished scholar and professor with decades of service in higher education. The recent attacks on her leadership are nothing more than political theatrics advancing a white supremacist agenda. Hey, buddy, McGill is out. Gay said the same things. Plus, there is the plagiarism. And that's white supremacy? She's still there at Harvard? How does that work? Um, Axios, though, has something uh, interesting moving forward for us. Headline, anti-DEA movement expands. Uh, The CEO of the DEI consulting firm Paradigm says, those critiquing DEI aren't just the extreme right-wing anti-progress activists. They're also liberal-leaning people who are likely values aligned with DEI in principle, but confused and misguided about the what, what the uh, work looks like in practice. No, lady, they're not uh, confused. Pretty, pretty clear. Now they see it clearly. Why? They see how it's played out. Some of them are Jewish that are liberal. Uh, any number of others. Uh, are seeing this. I mean, the Inquirer's got a big piece today saluting Josh Shapiro, of all people, who's a progressive hiding as just a liberal, 
for making national news again by calling out Penn and calling out anti-Semitism. So Josh Shapiro is one of these guys that doesn't get the wisdom of DEI. So here's, here's why this is important. What's happening now is in 20 states, there are various laws being put into place to outlaw DEI, not to outlaw the concept of diversity, equity, and inclusion, but what DEI is. Uh, the, um, an anti-Semitism um, anti, uh, expert and former vice president of the Anti-Defamation League Stacey Burdett said, it's a reality that traditional DEI has not been inclusive enough of anti-Semitism. Wait, this is the other thing they're trying to do. They're trying now to get Jewish people under the DEI masthead. And what I'm saying is, no, that's not the reform that's needed. That's not what we want to come out of this. That's exactly what the, let's add another group. A, it won't work because the victim groups already under DEI, they hate Jews. Palestinian groups are not going to say, oh, yeah, let's let them under here. We, we get what you mean. It's a white supremacist we're all unified with. No, you don't want them. You're not going to be able to do that. They're colonizers. Haven't you read the books? They're oppressors. They're apartheid. They're successful in the Middle East. They're killing people in Gaza. God knows the number of the day. You're not going to get them under DEI. So I hope that the various Jewish groups reject. All right, we're going to put you under the same masthead now. We're going to treat you that way. We know our enemy is those Trump people, those white supremacists, those white men. They got caught with this. So that's sort of their solution. But 20 states... Various laws that we'll be telling you about. I don't see them in Pennsylvania yet to try to stop this. And this woman who's the president of Harvard is not an affirmative action, per se. She is the epitome. And she rose through the ranks from DEI. I mean, are they just completely ignoring McGill? Yeah, well, right. How do we explain that McGill got uh, kicked out and yet this woman doesn't? And they said, if not the same exact words... And similar situation, a billion dollars, Harvard lost, Penn didn't lose that. Now, there's only one logical thing here. This is someone who is a black female. They can't fire her at this time under this. And Harvard has enough money, they're saying, to resist it. So what are the other pressure points on Harvard? We're going to see. We're going to see if Harvard is too big to fail. We know in our society there's certain people that think they are too big to fail, and somewhat they might be right. We've gone through them over the course of time, like the NFL. People want the NFL. It's crazier than ever. Even they had a moment of you know, very difficult times with Kaepernick. So I agree, in theory, Harvard can be brought down, but I don't know, in fact, when you have a $51 billion endowment, that that's the case. But you still have to fight them. And there's still enough people that are fighting them on this. But DEI, defend at all costs here. All right, 855-839-1210. That's uh, how you'll get... Is endowment their annual income? 
No, endowment is what they've invested. What they have is kind of a nest egg. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, how do now, they their annual income pens annual income of what they brought in? I think I said yesterday was something like fourteen point four billion. The medical alone was eleven million. Let's see, eleven fourteen carry the seven. What percentage is that? That's a hard one to work out here on the air. Give me uh, thirty seconds. So yeah, the medical part of Penn is big, but still $14.4 billion Penn brings in. They're the biggest employer in the city. I think it's 17,000 workers. You know, that's how I know Biden's calls against corporation to lower prices are completely fake and shallow, is because he hasn't set any aim towards colleges and universities. Yes. Thank you for that. That's a great talking point. That's a, Why do we never hear lower the cost of college? We just take it as a given that it's always going to skyrocket and go up. Yeah, what was the cost of college? I know, Dan, I think my first semester in college, you'd have to ask your dad his. It couldn't have been $500. I mean, it wasn't that long. Could it have been? It was something uh, very, you know, there's a Pell Grant. So I just uh, randomly picked a year, 89 to 90. Yes. Uh, tuition at the average public four-year institution was $1,780. Per year? Uh, no, per semester. It I looks like a average annual tuition. So I'm thinking it's per year. That's no, no, no. It's I'm sorry. Yeah, that's per semester. All right, still, that's like three thousand dollars, twenty five hundred a year. Wow. Yeah. And now in some of these places, it's at least sixty. See, Harvard. I don't get shocked when I hear how much it is. My alma mater, though, what's LaSalle's tuition, room and board, and all that? Now it's got to be close to fifty five, fifty eight thousand, I think. Everything included, if you do that. Um. It's hard to do it with all, yeah. all included. Uh, just looking at tuition alone, it's $34,270. Yeah. Well, then on top of that. Hall rates yeah. per semester. Say you want a single room right. without right. air conditioning, it's 4355 Per semester? Yeah. So, so right there, we're in the 40s, mid-40s. And then meal plans, you're looking at another yeah, it's probably grand 50. plus. Yeah, it's probably 50 then. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's uh, amazing. And uh, 1988, 1989, it was $2,500, uh, it's ridiculous. They continue to do it. That's a great talking point. I think too. a fair number is three thousand to thirty five hundred. Okay. For a okay. eighty nine ninety. Yeah. So why is, is why is that the one area where we don't hear about inflation and Democrats talking about it? Well, because it's all justified. Of course, they have to charge that. What are you talking about? Uh, Janet Yellen, Secretary of Treasury, another interview today. So she's very happy with the progress on the economy and inflation and everything else in 2023. Here's a woman who is, I don't know if she's a hundred millionaire or whatever she is. She was very happy with 2023. And yet we tell you every day we get these stories. The Toys for Tots is the one that constantly bothers me. The people are not donating enough. Uh, Dan, where is that bus? They're trying. We should get an update from her, too, as it gets closer to it. Yeah. They're trying to fill up an Eagles bus at Gallows, mm-hmm. the burger uh, back uh, yard of Gallows. Um, so, so I just got an update today. Yeah. Um, so she says uh, they're still short as of now. She collected Fairmount, Port Richmond, Bridesburg yesterday. Right. Went to the warehouse this morning. Uh, thanks us for uh, talking about this. Um, they're collecting all over the city, the Marine Corps League. Um, there was actually a big donation from a, a school. Father Judge came in really big with some toys. Uh, oh, very but, nice. But because of inflation, again, all the comments on that 6ABC story were saying, we can't even afford gifts for ourselves. 
you know, so Toys for Tots really struggling if you have the means to do so. Uh, Sunday, December 17th, Gallows Burger Bar, 8101 East Roosevelt Boulevard from 1 p.m. until 6 p.m. They're trying to fill an Eagles bus with uh, gifts for Toys for Tots. So uh, if you're able to, again, that's December 17th, this Sunday, 8101 East Roosevelt Boulevard. All righty. Uh, good stuff. Uh, again, inflation is not under control. It's baked in. We've been through it. Uh, you know, people may have missed this. Well, I'm take some calls, but coming up, I want to play Sherrod Brown again. Here's a guy who has gotten elected in Ohio. It seems to me he knows the pulse of unions and working people and all that somewhat. And yet he thinks Joe Biden ought to just blame this on greedy corporate fat cats, inflation. So when you go to the supermarket, it's big. It's Marty. Marty over at Big Giant. Marty's the face of it. Yeah, why do they need a mascot? How about cutting the price of eggs, Giant? Why does Marty walk around? <laughs> By the way, I can't stand Marty. I just... You know, like the googly eyes? Well, he makes it, no, he makes it so bad. He's constantly saying, spill an aisle too, and these poor people have to go and clean it, Dan. Somebody dropped like a, a, a you know, half a piece of paper, Marty, spill an aisle You know, like too. Roombas now have mop functions and all. I'm surprised uh, Marty doesn't have that in it. Marty just, doesn't do anything yeah, except looks. rat on people yeah. and look googly eyed, and people are supposed to like it. The rat. Yeah, let's go to, um, let's go to Scott in Mount Laurel, Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Scott, afternoon. Hey, Tom, how's it going? Good. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I think a little common sense would say that I'm sure there were greedy business people before the Biden administration that didn't put prices up this high. So I don't think it's greed. But uh, and then Hunter and, and uh, the whole Democratic campaign is really a distraction. I keep reading stuff online where, you know, they, Hunter talks about his addiction and everything but the fact that he sold influence of the vice president. Yeah. And, well, uh, and uh, and the addict, uh, you know, people who really have recovered, gone down that path, we give honor to that. Certainly. They displayed naked photos of me during an oversight <laughs> hearing. That's Marjorie Taylor Taking Green. the light of my dad's love. Oh, God. The light of my dad's <laughs> love for me and presented it as darkness. My God. This guy, no, the, it, the it, face it, of it, privilege, the face of privilege. Still calling out the world. It, it is such a distraction. The same way that a lot of people are trying to say, you know, talk about Joe Biden's age. It's like no one's complaining about his age by itself. It's the fact of what he's doing. They'll do anything to avoid talking about his corruption and avoid talking about his policies. By the way, uh, Scott, while we're talking, you talk about boldness. Shutting down a freeway anywhere, the anti-Israel protesters, but they shut down, it looks like, the 101 in California, the last time I was there, oh, man, you don't fool with that. Imagine shutting that down. My God. Yeah, it's unbelievable how, how inconsistent. They, they don't want discrimination against anybody, except it's okay against the Jews because that fits another political constituency that they have, this hard left uh, group that is so into. I, I don't understand. I don't understand how they can continue to get so much of the Jewish vote. But uh, maybe that'll change one day. But I've been saying that since I was a kid. So I don't know if it's really ever going to happen. Is one of the, that is one of the mysteries, without a doubt. There's a lot of reasons for it. But, uh, yeah, sadly, it probably happened again. Who's the person who should go away? Uh, you mentioned him earlier in the show, but not in this context. LeBron James. Absolutely. I, I can't. I can't stand hearing from him. I can't stand even seeing his face anymore. Not only the political stuff. He is the face, to me, of what's wrong with basketball. He brought the AAU mentality to the NBA that 
instead of going to your team and trying to build your team, you're going to organize it and try to get all the best players together through recruiting and this and that, and that's how you're going to win, instead of making your team better. So, Scott, you're a huge 76ers fan, we know. Uh, say the Sixers ended up with LeBron James, would that opinion go 180, and would you be like, oh, hell yeah, LeBron James, best player no, of all time? No, 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 no. I couldn't stomach wow. him no matter what. Oh, no, I, I – there's just certain guys that's like, you know, please please don't bring him here. Well, <laughs> let's go away. Yeah, we, go away. we put up with Harding. That would be uh, about the same level. Oh. Thank you, Scott. Yeah, Harding, Dan, I have to admit it. I love Sixers basketball. When they're playing the Celtics last year, I'm still rooting for them, even though Harding is just repulsive. And when he <laughs> sold that wine in China, what was it, a uh, million dollars in two minutes or something? God. Yeah. The Chinese will buy anything there, you know, that's basketball related to it. We got a Christmas wish, Dom. Okay. A Dom Giordano show Christmas wish. This one coming in from Jimmy Matthews. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is for Dom Giordano to just say former President Trump. Oh, God, that will never happen. It's just, I say it with everybody, uh, Jimmy. It's consistent. It's not just former President Trump. Former President George Washington. Can we say that? <laughs> no. All right. Eight, At five. Dom Show 1210. Sorry, don't mean to cut you off, but that Dom yeah. Giordano Caller of the Year tournament is going strong about 45 minutes from releasing our next uh, matchup, which includes Scott, that last caller, Scott and Mount Laurel. Uh, but uh, one name that was not on the list, uh, just slightly off of it, was discussed, uh, was both Tom and Marlton, um, a yes. great caller, and then Paul and Westchester, too. Fantastic caller that you oh, butt heads yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. I've been sober. Says Paul Westchester is one of his favorite callers. I hope he's in a bracket. He was discussed, but slightly oh, an honorable, notable mention there. Well, thank you. Yeah, maybe we should have considered that. Upcoming. Yesterday we talked about one of my holiday traditions, tipping. And boy, did we get blasted for not tipping when you make a song request on Twitter. But white lights or colored lights over the years we've talked about. White and. Bud Light is out, but uh, Dan might be a white light guy, which is kind of surprising. So we'll find out the new home, what kind of... uh, Now, Roe is white lights. I think it's more of a female thing. I'm just saying I think more males are the big, giant bulbs that say Christmas. I don't know anymore. What do the white lights say? So do you think your town is a white light town, Dan? Um, It's actually a a lot of blow-up, like Walmart blow-up. Plastic. Uh, that's not a white light town, then. And yeah, be surrounded by colored lights. Yeah, and you're going to go a lot of colored you're lights. You're going to go white lights. I think so. I think Maisie's a colored light person herself. Oh well, good. Like when we go with her family, every year is tradition. I'm sure it is with you to drive around and look at these yes. beautiful lights. Uh, it's always seeking out the big bulbs, the big colored bulbs that they love so much. All right, we'll have that debate and your calls next year, and I'll play you Sherrod Brown. It's something that can't be played enough. This guy is pretty good with union people, etc. Can you get away with it by blaming Big Giant, Big Marty, for everything that costs too much? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Time to your Dan show. So Governor Sununu, who's there because the father was a governor, right, reaches out, gives the big New Hampshire endorsement yesterday to Nikki Haley, who's been after it for a while. And he's apparently big friends with Chris Christie, but that didn't stop him from doing it. So um, Christie may wrap up in New Hampshire. I think he lasts until New Hampshire, and then we might see the end of that. I still don't see Nikki Haley, though, positioned in Iowa. I still think DeSantis is going to come in second. And Jack Smith and others just trying to race to get Trump in jail either before he can get the nomination or certainly before the election. 31% of Republicans in a poll out today say if Trump is convicted of any of these felony charges, I'm not sure if all 91 are felony charges or not, they probably are, they couldn't vote for him then. I find that hard to believe, that kind of polling, because Trump has taken off since all this has happened, since all these indictments. Uh, okay, Dan, of the, of whom? Uh, Sununu and Haley. Uh, okay, yes, here's uh, Sununu, really fired up when he finally endorsed in New Hampshire. He was endorsing Nikki Haley. going to do it here in New Hampshire as well. Okay, and, and Governor Sununu, um, you know, when you look at the polls, you know that uh, Donald Trump is way ahead in your state. But what you are doing, because you have been a very popular governor in New Hampshire, particularly with independents, you are essentially so asking independents who can yeah. vote in this primary to throw their support behind the woman sitting next to you, right? I'm asking everyone to come out. I, if you're a Republican, a conservative, an independent, conservative, Democrat, I don't care. The fact is we're going to have a record turnout here. All right. We're going to have a record turnout here. And if any, everybody that can vote comes out and votes, there's no doubt Nikki Haley's going to win this thing. I'm asking. All right. Now, uh, Steve Ducey there, Dan. I love this, and you probably, when you put it together today, were thinking of me. Saw this yesterday from Comer. Comer is the chief guy on the impeachment thing, the finance guy, et cetera, Republican Jim Comer. Listen to what he said on Newsmax about he doesn't go on Fox and Friends anymore. Home court, Fox, right? Fox and Friends. Why wouldn't you go on Fox and Friends? Why would Ducey say, if all the work you've done, that you have nothing? Why do you think that is? Well, he's been this. He's had that position from the very beginning. I've quit going on Fox and Friends because of Ducey. You know, I mean, he's the one guy on Fox that's been uh, 
very critical of the investigation. I have my theory why. We'll talk about that at a later point. But at the end of the day, he's entitled to his opinion. But uh, I don't think the average viewer of Fox News agrees with, with Ducey one bit. I mean, the American people, even 40 percent of the Democrats, uh, are concerned that Joe Biden has uh, violated the law with his family's shady business schemes. And the American people expect somebody to investigate the president of the United States for public corruption. All right, Dan, I'm so glad to hear that. I was watching again this morning. He's <laughs> so difficult, that guy. You got to feel for Brian Kilmeade. Now they have four voices there. Uh, Ainsley, not so much, you know. But Ducey just continuously throwing stuff like, well, what do you have? I don't say anything. Remember yesterday we played just Steve Ducey saying, well, Nikki Haley ought to run as a third party, no labels. Yeah, he is just uh, way, uh, it, it's, um, you know, with so many people there, you don't get a chance to argue. I guess they don't want you arguing on Fox and Friends. Maybe they think that shows that they're not in the camp of Republicans. Well, I was thinking Trump. this morning, driving in, I was thinking, given the fact that Trump oh, is so far ahead uh, on the Republican side for the primary, uh, and given the poll we talked about yesterday where Nikki Haley actually trounces in a landslide Joe Biden by, what, 17 points, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be interesting if Donald Trump becomes the nominee, Nikki Haley runs as the third party? Because then, it, you know, she... No labels has said they want a Republican to be the presidential nominee. But can you imagine Nikki, Nikki Haley versus Donald Trump and Joe Biden? It would never happen. She's a true Republican. <laughs> she she would never go against My the party. Gosh. She'd, Listen, wait, I, she'd I, wait I in the wings till it's her if turn. If she wants to stop him, you never know. God, he's just... Know. Dan, the more I've had time at home later in the day and all now to see this guy, it is really bad. It's just agonizing. You never know see it. He's just hard to articulate a point. And then when he does, it's always an abrupt stop in the conversation with them. And kill me. It looks like, oh, man, that's it's, it's, it's just can put me on something else, please. You never know. And then kill me just completely changes the topic. Talking right, about so his tie. tie. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. right. All right. I promise here is Sherrod Brown. Here's the thing we played late yesterday that really set me off. This is their best defense. This is where they're going. Now, Sherrod Brown is a senator. He was going to run for president, dropped out from Ohio. He wins so-called working class union voters. And he thinks Biden and every Democrat ought to be telling people this is really about stock buybacks. So he's blaming the stockholders of big food companies and executive bonuses. Listen to this. Gosh the, almighty. Thank you. John, one of the things I've watched about John, and I think there are similarities, John stands up to the meatpacking interest. He knows mm-hmm. what that does to food prices, and he knows what it does to farmers' wages. And the same that I stand up to Wall Street and stand up to drug companies. And voters voters don't carry your party if you're standing up for an interest group um, that's that's screwing over people. And, you know, when, when um, people go to the grocery store, uh, they're frankly, they're paying when their, their grocery prices go up because they're paying for executive bonuses and, and stock buybacks. And that's pretty clear. And voters, voters understand that when you talk about it. That it way. pains me to say that we're out of time. We got to do this again. All right. I'm all- and- all right so, uh, Dan, you made a good point earlier on. So uh, these corporate interests in the past, they suddenly seized. They waited until Biden wrecked the economy with inflation and they said, aha. We can pounce now, drive up prices even more, 
and people will blame Joe Biden. They won't see what we're doing. Now, think of one of the most competitive, one of the most competitive industries out there is the supermarket industry. It is extremely the margins on what they make on any single product, et cetera, are extremely tight. So if you're jacking up the prices, say it's giant, right? And you go outside of things. People are not going to shop there after a certain period of time. They're going to go down the street to ShopRite or Acme or whatever it might be. And in Philadelphia, we really take, it was hard for me to switch from Acme to Giant. But once I did, I, I never went back. I see a clear difference. Uh, DJ and Luke had to convince me, hey, I don't know where the stuff is in Giant. I'm not doing it. I couldn't find the salmon. Like what's annoying to me too is this continued push against big supermarket. Like, yeah, like there's yeah, some right. giant yes. conglomerate right. corporate yeah. corporation leading it. Like yeah. like look at the brown supermarkets. It's right. a lot of times what you happens is Shoprite. I think Shop and Stop does this up in uh, the north, uh, like far northeast. Uh, uh, talking like New England, uh, they, they, they're all franchises. They're franchise owned. They're small right. businesses a lot of time, and a lot of times these small business owners are the ones who set the prices. So essentially, you have Biden here who's targeting small businesses. Yeah, and Gerard Brown saying this is the angle we're going to use. Bob Casey wants to use it. Now, all I'm saying is it seems to be silly, but Republicans ought to be seeing this as an opportunity. Okay, uh, Jeff Van Drew is coming up. A lot to unload with Congressman Van Drew. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, I know exactly where Dan is going with that. He's trying to draw Congressman Jeff Andrew into a Springsteen opinion. I'm not having any of that because I got Hunter Aww. Biden here on the agenda. Unless he uh, chooses to do it, Dom Giordano's show. Yeah, he should choose to tell us whether or not he likes Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, Congressman very, uh, Andrew. It's a issue here on the Dom Show. Welcome in. Uh, are you a fan of Springsteen? You're in Jersey. you got to be, right? That's part of being in Jersey, but i got to say, I-, I like Springsteen. Uh I like his music. I don't like his politics. Beautiful answer. Uh, great answer. Great answer. I'll take well, it. Well, you take know, it. I had all kinds of things listed to start to talk with you about today. You're in the center of a lot like the surveillance bill. But I wanted to start with, for our listeners, uh, Congressman, what's the latest on Hunter Biden after this diatribe today? Uh, I mean, look, we know the facts are the facts. And the facts are this. I mean, this is, you know, let me just say, as far as an impeachment inquiry goes, that the media, some of the media is trying to put out there, there's nothing substantial, there's nothing to worry about, nothing to look at here. And here's the real deal, regardless of what he said or what he does today. The real deal, the Biden family, uh, this is fact, it's not a Van Drew talking point, has received, and their associates, the family and their associates, 
up to $20 million from places like Kazakhstan, China, Russia, Romania, uh, Ukraine, and it's because of all different types of activities that have occurred uh, or allegedly occurred. But boy, there's something there where there's smoke, there's fire. But that's not, that would not be nearly enough. The fact is that he was on the board of Burisma, which is a foreign energy company located in Ukraine that was corrupt. A fact is that they, this Burisma, this corporation was complaining about the fact that the Ukrainian prosecutor at the time, Viktor Shokin, was going after this corrupt co company. And the fact is, after that happened, and Joe Biden was on the phone call, even though he said he wasn't, we had a whistleblower that revealed all that by the name of Devin Archer. And the truth is that Joe Biden went to Ukraine and said that if they wanted to get their money, they basically would have to fire. And he bragged about it, mm -hmm. by the way. There are yeah. clips of Joe Biden mm -hmm. bragging about it. They'd have to fire this prosecutor. The truth is that J James Biden, Joe Biden's brother, uh, got money from a failed hospital corporation and was no expert on hospital corporations, just as Biden himself and his son, most of all, were not experts on anything to do with energy. They didn't know, Hunter Biden didn't know anything about energy, but got on this board. And the reason is because he was able to peddle influence. And the same thing now we know also about James Biden, because in, when this failed hospital corporation ultimately went bankrupt in their bankruptcy papers, they state the fact that they hired Biden because of the, quote, Biden name. They gave him $200,000. The day they wired it to him is the day that James Biden, the president's brother, sent that money over to him via a check the very same day. It's a fact. The fact is the president met with the largest and most powerful oligarchy, the most powerful oligarch in Russia. And as he met with her, over $3 million was sent to the corporation, to the companies, to the dummy, dummy companies, to the shell corporations that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden had and James Biden had in place. You know what? This is what I ask. And I, I could go on and on and on. I'm not going to do that to you or your listeners. Here's the bottom line. Do you, the people who are listening out there, do they have shell corporations? The people who are listening out there to you, do they get money from all around the world, particularly from communist countries, uh, just going into their accounts? The people who are listening out there, if they failed to fill out a federal firearms purchase form correctly, purposely lied on it, and were, was drunk and uh, inebriated and high when he did so, and then the firearm was discharged into a uh, garbage bin, would they be okay? Would they get the special deal they tried to give Hunter Biden? They know the answer. None of us could do any of this. It's mm -hmm. justice for thee, but not for me. It's wrong. That's not American. It's not the way we operate. Uh, Congressman Jeff Andrew with us. You mentioned Congressman Ukraine. You've been on the show and talked about no more money for Ukraine, at least pretty much said that. Here's the thing. What's the uh, consensus, your own and your colleagues? Take us inside. Have we come to a point where the Congress, those that don't want to spend more money, are saying that Ukraine's going to have to negotiate some kind of peace? Well, first of all, 
it's, it's, it, we, we definitely have to stop the spending. I know it's not a sexy issue, and by that I mean not everybody understands or feels it, but the way the debt is increasing, the trillions of dollars of debt that we have, uh, I think we're working up to like $35 trillion now. The amount of debt that we have is going to – it does cause inflation. It does diminish the dollar. It diminishes the rating of the federal government by agencies like Moody's, which already downgraded us. The more we get downgraded, this great nation – the more that it will cost us to borrow money, the more it costs us to borrow money, the more debt we'll even be in. So that is an issue. But the bigger issue is here. We really don't know how it's being spent. We don't know what the end game is. We do know that Ukraine is a corrupt country. I understand they want to have freedom. God will help them. I want them to have freedom. I, I, I just so want to interrupt are- and ask you, though, in your mind, though, because I see some of your colleagues speaking out, and I really trust you're inside this. What's the end game, though? What is it that you think would be appropriate for them? Oh, I think the end game is that we have to sit down and, you know, tell them a back-to-God story here where they've got to just basically come up with a solution and an end game where they come to peace here and stop this feudal war. We are now into it over $100 billion. They've got to realize I disagree with the president. No matter how much it takes, no matter how much it costs, no matter how long it is, now when do we ever get into something like that? We're going to take care of our own country. Now, he's gotten us into it. By the way, we would have never have been into it if Trump was president. Mm-hmm. Because Trump, when they, when they started making noise in Russia about doing this, he straightened them right out and told them, they, God help them, they better not do it. So I think we got to sit down with them and say, no, we're not going to keep, you know, almost 100,000 of your people are on a payroll funded by the United States of America. We're not going to keep funding this. We're going to help you gradually straighten this out, but we just aren't going to keep forward. It's no more money unless we have an end game. Here's the deal, Dom. We don't have an end game. I want an end game. There's a, the Democrats don't. They just want to go for however long it takes. And we've got some Republicans that want to do the same. I do not agree with them. Uh, 702, one of the things we really, I saw you on Twitter opposing one side. You're on one side. We had Brian Fitzpatrick on a while ago. I'm more on the side that I don't see the protections for Americans being there under the one plan that's being debated inside the Republican caucus. So explicitly with this uh, intelligence bill, this surveillance reauthorization, what is it you need to see? We need to see, just as law enforcement needs to do, that you must get a warrant for probable cause, number one. Um, that doesn't mean if there isn't an emergency, if there's something impending, the bill that we have done, that I've done and walked, worked along with Chairman Jordan in judiciary would essentially allow you know, them to move forward with FISA, uh, if they needed to do. For the people who are listening, real quick, this means, let, let's understand how important this is. This is our personal freedoms, the most important and sacred part of our Constitution, the First Amendment, the Fourth Amendment, freedom of speech, uh, no search and seizure without a warrant. So that needs to be in there. It is not in there in the Intel Bill. It is not something that I think we can do without and we must have. We need to have a shorter sunset than they have in the Intel bill. This can't go on and on. We have to look, we have to see how it goes for a number of years, look back and say, okay, is this working? Or are we still intruding on Americans' rights? They're checking your everything from your bathroom habits to who your friends are 
to who your relationships are with, to your bank accounts. Man, and they were doing it against Americans millions of times. The next part of it that's important, that why I, I like the judiciary bill and I do not like the other bill, is to see in, in the simplest language is that there only can be a limited number of people who can order or ask for, go to the FISA court and ask for these invasive intrusions, and we set it at five per field office. That's plenty. It's very serious to do this, to go after people that are Americans, mm-hmm. and you damn well better make sure that they what, really seriously are what, dangerous what is it now? foreign terrorists. You said five uh, for a field office. No number now. Anybody, no anybody number. Anybody in the office. Yeah, you can, you can just be wow. someone who is working there. And also, by the way, we want a sign-off by every person who's involved with the FISA process for each individual case. That's not asking too much. Five is plenty per field office. Asking for the sign-off is not too much. Asking this to, for the sunset in a, in a shorter period of time, and I don't have both periods of time in front of mm-hmm. me, but it should. Uh, we just want to make sure the only thing that is worse than terrorists is giving up all of our, our freedoms. You know, and Ben Franklin said it great. Those who would give up uh, personal freedom, give up their freedoms for safety, deserve neither. Yeah, I uh, thank you. I hadn't heard that anywhere else, and I've been scrutinizing. So five, but you know, this reminds me of Congressman where the Richmond, Virginia office of the FBI was going after Catholics and scrutinizing Latin masses and all that. And we're told, well, that was just one rogue element. Then it, told, it, it seeped throughout the FBI. Why would five people not be enough in a field office to be able to do this? Then we have accountability. Uh, tell me, man. I present this to any average, good, solid, hardworking American and just lay it out. And they say, Jeff, you're right. You know, I mean, we're trying to, you know, not we are. Some are trying to lead people believe, oh, we're, this is going to make us weaker and we're not going to go after terrorists. And we're, no, that's not what we're saying. First of all, you can do, you can investigate foreigners in foreign countries all you want. But Americans, Americans' freedom is so important. Damn it, don't give up that freedom. And we still can protect ourselves against terrorists. So, and, you know, you speak about the FBI. They were going, and, and they, they didn't want to admit it. First, they said, well, it was only the Virginia field office where they only, where they were going to go after and set, put in uh, agents, secret agents, basically, into Roman Catholic churches, question choir directors, question priests, uh, get involved. But it wasn't only. And you know what? The FBI director, Ray, perjured himself in front of the committee in front of our committee and judiciary and said, no, it was only the Virginia field office. And then we got more information, Dom. And guess what? It was across the country yeah, in many field exactly. offices. And guess what? If it wasn't up for us, they would be doing it right now. Good work on that. Thank you, Congressman. Merry Christmas to you if we don't speak. And thanks for the time. And particularly, thanks for uh, breaking down 702, which is a complicated thing for listeners. It is. And I appreciate you. Sorry to talk so much, but I get passionate about this. Oh, that's fine. Thank you, Congressman. Thank you very much. Take care. All right. Uh, So 702, the surveillance reauthorization, you've heard about it here, right? Uh, Congressman saying, well, five people in a field office can sign off on this. That's what he wants versus limitless. And you heard some of the other restrictions that are common sense things. Are we going to be safer if we have the version that Brian Fitzpatrick came on the show and talked about? 
I'd love to have the two of them together. We'd have to almost have them in studio, though. It's a little hard over the phone to have both going back and forth. All right, 855-839-1210. Dan Time with Dom. Let me pick one more off. No, say it ain't so, Ed and Delran. Hey, Ed, how have you been, and who is it you say you'd like to see go away? Well, first off, Dom, Merry Christmas and enjoy seeing you in North Wildwood this past summer. Same here. Same here. It was great. Uh, We should be doing it again this coming summer. We're already counting down. I'll look forward to seeing you again. Hey, I want to get rid of Cher and these Hollywood elitists. Ma'am, I have a long list, Mr. Dom, about people I want to see disappear. All right, thank I'm you. I'm sick and tired of, oh, Trump gets elected, we're leaving the country. Hey, don't <laughs> let the door kick you where the sun don't shine. You know what thank I mean? Thank you very much for taking Cher out of that. Oh, my God, Ed, Cher. There you go. Wigs and all. They're running a strange program, y'all. It's stand time. I can handle things. I'm smart. I'm like everybody sick. With Dom. That's right. It's that time of the afternoon. Producer Dan takes over the Dom Giordano program for some Dan time with Dom. And Dom, I want to focus on some movies today because last night Maisie and I continued our Christmas marathon. We like watching Christmas movies around this time. Last week I watched Elf and a couple others. This week I checked out the new Eddie Murphy film because... I, I am a big Eddie Murphy fan. Oh, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a fan of Eddie's shell, the shell of Eddie Murphy, what right. he used to be. He's kind of sucked recently, and it continues through Candy Cane Lane, that new film over on Amazon Prime. It's a it's telling of the 12 days of Christmas, and um, it is just cringeworthy. Maisie has, like, a really uh, high uh, capacity for cringe, and she usually doesn't see it, but even she was saying, this movie's horrible. Uh, so I, I do not suggest Candy Cane Lane. Do not waste your time on the new Amazon Prime film with Eddie Murphy. You had a cut from that, though, right? That was particularly I, I don't have the cut oh, with yeah. me because, regrettably, I can't sign on to my Prime. It's okay. all complicated. But at one point, there's an evil elf that uh, takes uh, over Eddie, li- uh, Eddie Murphy's life, and he's trying to appease her. Uh, but he's ask, or she asks Eddie Murphy what the uh, spirit of Christmas is, and he says, you know, I'm not going to go down the religion path. And she replies, Jesus Christ, please don't. And it's supposed to get laughs, and it's kind of wow. offensive. I, I actually said offensive. to Maisie, I go, that, that's kind of kind of offensive. It and, is offensive, absolutely, yeah. Uh, but speaking of Eddie Murphy, today the uh, first poster for the next Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop Axel Foley is out there now. It's going to be a Netflix uh, movie, Dom. Uh, any desire to check that one out? No, yeah, not really. Yeah, no, me neither. I, I'm over Eddie after yeah. this film, I, I gotta say. But something that did come out today, uh, A24 is a great studio that's been putting out a lot of original stories. They were behind uh, Moonlight, Lady Bird, and they do all those weird kind of creepy spins on films that are not supposed to be scary. But they just released their trailer for Civil War, Dom. It's coming out April 26th. Uh, here's a little bit of that. 19 states have seceded. The United States Army ramps up activity. The White House issued warnings to the Western forces as well as the Florida Alliance. The future president assures the uprising will be dealt with swiftly. So it's a disaster film style uh, by a really good studio featuring some great names uh, about uh, America. If Florida were to secede, if Texas were to uh, leave, well, uh, you if know California were to leave. Yeah, yeah go ahead. About, I, I want your thoughts about on Trump. this. That's what it is. You think so? No, it's, it's trying to stir up the general sense of chaos and unease uh, that will happen here. And look, uh, I'm a fan of uh, dystopian films, pretty much, and well done. 1984, I, several of them, Brave New World. I think that's what it's about. Texas, Florida, California, they kind of threw in. I guess it's big. Some names. Uh, the president's going to be played by Nick Offerman from Parks and Rec, who was actually in uh, Candy Cane Lane as a right. pip in just yeah. a terrible movie. But uh, okay. 
does does some good good roles recently. Uh, Kirsten Dunst is going to be in there, and uh, I love her. She was in Fargo. Yeah, and, and Jesse Plemons too. Uh, you know Jesse as uh, what was his name Landry uh, on Friday Night Lights. Kind of weird uh, with the blonde hair, but he's going to be yeah. starring as a military guy. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. I, I think I, I trust A24. Uh, but Dom, uh, that's all I got for Dan time today. A great guest, Maureen Faulkner, just calling in now. Great coming up next. Yeah, Maureen Faulkner coming up. She's actually whenever Maureen comes to town, we want to know about it. Big event, a benefit, closing off part of downtown Philadelphia on Friday for an injured Philadelphia cop. But also, we just passed the. Oh, I don't want to be off here. I think it is the 42nd anniversary of the Mumia Abu-Jamal saga of killing Danny Faulkner and a couple of other things I want to uh, ask her about. But also, uh, coming up, I want to uh, give you a little bit more on what I told you about at the top of the show. The Supreme Court case now starting to make a lot of news. It's one of the guys that was involved in the riot on January 6th. He's appealing, though, being charged with stopping the certification process. That means the Trump case could not go forward in March with Jack Smith is the argument if the Supreme Court takes this, which they have. I'll lay it all out. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.